This is Minnesota Today for Friday, December 22nd. I'm Nancy Liebens with NPR News. Here's what's happening around the state. A former Minneapolis police officer alleges in a lawsuit against the city that Chief Brian O'Hara defamed and wrongfully fired him because of an incident at his previous job. Matt Sepik reports. Tyler Timberlake started with MPD in January but left the department in July amid public criticism of alleged excessive force when he was an officer in Virginia. On video from 2020, Timberlake can be seen tasing Lamont to Gladney and pinning the black man to the ground after apparently mistaking him for someone else. A jury acquitted the officer of assault. Gladney later received a civil settlement. In a lawsuit, Timberlake alleges that Chief O'Hara lied to the public when he said that he knew little about the incident. Timberlake says he discussed it with O'Hara during a job interview and the chief assured him that the incident would have no bearing on his employment as an MPD officer. The city says it's reviewing the complaint. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. Grocery workers in the Brainerd Lakes area are on a four-day strike. Members of United Food and Commercial Workers Local 663 work at the Cub Foods, Super One, and Super Value stores in Brainerd, Baxter, Crosby, and Pequot Lakes. Sandy Livingston was picketing today outside of Super One Foods in Baxter, where she's worked for nearly nine years. I'm fighting also for my co-workers that are up and coming, that this will be their job. I'm a retired nurse, so this is my retirement job, and I want to make sure that the younger generation has a better job, a good job, and work here and be able to make a decent living. The union accuses the store owners of unfair labor practices, including intimidation and interrogating workers about union activities. A spokesperson for Miners, which owns the Super One stores, called the claim completely inaccurate. He said the company made an offer that the union rejected and offered to extend the current contract to continue negotiations. A group that fought a Minnesota law that restores voting rights to people with felony convictions is appealing a court defeat. Dana Ferguson reports. The Minnesota Voters Alliance filed an appeal this week after an Anoka County judge rejected a challenge to the law. It grants voting eligibility to people once they are no longer incarcerated, even if they're on supervised release or probation. District Court Judge Thomas Lehman ruled last week that the group didn't have standing to sue and failed to show the law was improperly passed. In a court filing this week, the alliance maintained the voting law runs afoul of the Minnesota Constitution. The group asked the Minnesota Court of Appeals to weigh in on whether the legislature overstepped in passing it. The DFL-led legislature approved the policy earlier this year, and it took effect in June. I'm Dana Ferguson. The White House says it believes the planned acquisition of U.S. steel by Japan's Nippon Steel warrants, quote, serious scrutiny. Peter Cox has that story. The Biden administration is making its first public comments on the proposed deal involving the iconic American steelmaker, which at one time was the largest in the world. A top White House economic official indicated the sale should be reviewed by the secretive Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States. That panel includes economic and national security agency representatives. They investigate potential national security risks from foreign investments in American firms. U.S. Steel employs hundreds of people at its taconite operations on Minnesota's Iron Range. The United Steelworkers Union strongly opposes the nearly $15 billion sale. I'm Peter Cox. 
The Minnesota DNR is planning regulatory changes and expanded research to help protect long-overlooked fish species known as rough fish. The recommendations are part of a new report to the state legislature. The DNR's Shannon Fisher helped write the report. He says there is a growing interest in protecting all native fish species. This last summer, I participated in a symposium in Michigan uh, on rough fish management, and there were a fair number of states that indicated they were looking you know, to Minnesota to, to see what we were going to end up doing here. It's an emerging science. It's an emerging management practice. The DNR plans to initiate research on native species such as bowfin, gar, and bigmouth buffalo. The agency also wants to impose harvest limits to help protect some native species. While many prepare for Christmas, others ready themselves for a grouchier holiday, Festivus. Alex V. Sapoli reports. The show Seinfeld introduced Festivus to the world more than 25 years ago. Many have adopted it since. It's a holiday for the rest of us. You know, it's an alternative to the pressures of commercialism and spending money on uh, on Christmas. That's local comedian Drew Newstad. He's hosting a Festivus celebration at the Fine Line December 23rd. He says Festivus rituals will include feats of strength demonstrated at the fine line by wrestlers Super Atomic Thunderfrog and Brandon Gore, as well as Newstead announcing his airing of grievances, explained here on Seinfeld by Frank Costanza. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Festivities start Saturday at 8.30 p.m. I'm Alex V. Sapoli. In sports, the Wild beat the Montreal Canadiens last night 4-3 to in overtime. They've won 9 of 12 games under new head coach John Hines. The Wild host the Boston Bruins tomorrow night. Coming off a win against the Los Angeles Lakers, the Timberwolves play the Kings in Sacramento tomorrow night. The Gopher women's basketball team cruised to an easy win over Lindenwood yesterday, 100-45. to The Gophers are now 11-1 under new head coach Don Plitzewhite. The Vikings host the division-leading Detroit Lions on Sunday. The Vikings trail the Lions by three games in the standings with three games to play. The National Weather Service says it will be warmer than usual on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, with a mix of rain and snow. Ryan Dunleavy is a meteorologist with the Weather Service in the Twin Cities. If you are traveling, something to consider. We could see some rain and snow mixing in come Christmas night into Tuesday, um, becoming more so uh, all snow um, on Tuesday um, before it warms back up into the, uh, the daytime hours. Dunleavy says cooler temperatures are expected next week, but he says they'll still be above normal for this time of year. Authorities recommend using extreme caution around Minnesota lakes this weekend as the warm weather is causing unsafe conditions. Beltrami County emergency responders rescued three people last night after they broke through the ice while returning from fishing on Upper Red Lake. The three men were in an all-terrain vehicle with a trailer and said they headed the wrong direction, causing them to break through an ice pressure ridge. Two of the three men fell in the water but were able to get back on top of the ice. Kelleher Fire and Rescue helped get the men back to shore. Earlier this week, crews rescued about 35 people stranded by shifting ice on the lake. 
In the forecast, temperatures tonight range from 20s to 30s north to upper 30s in the south. Tomorrow, expect highs in the upper 40s in the Twin Cities under partly sunny skies. Lower 50s in the south, 40s to 45 in the north with dense fog. That's it for Minnesota Today this week. Kathy Werzer will have your update on Tuesday morning. Have a safe holiday weekend.